The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Very cool. Hello. Hello there. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, all the news in the past 10 days or so, and maybe a little something to do about that Twitter thing. Twitter, Twitter. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. So, uh, we were off last week because I got an airplane cold, uh, as one does when one does two cross-country flights within 36 hours of yeah, each other. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll definitely do it. But I'm feeling better now, Excellent. so without ado, we should go through the news. By the way, I saw uh, Avengers. Uh huh. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Black Panther. Eh. Yeah. Thumbs yeah. Thumbs in the middle. All Thumbs right. Somewhere all in right. the middle. But we'll talk. I haven't seen Solo yet. And Solo, yeah, and Solo, which everyone is calling a flop now because it didn't make a gajillion dollars I the can't first weekend. It. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so we'll talk. Yeah. We'll it, talk. It's uh, it's interesting. Yes. Now the state of California continues its fight to preserve net neutrality despite the actions taken by the Federal Communications Commission to dismantle said regulation uh, for the uh, rest of the country. California, they're scrappy. Yes, by a vote of 23 to 12, the California State Senate has approved a set of net neutrality rules that are even stricter than the original 2015 open internet order. Nice. As we mentioned before on the show, California's new legislation outlaws corporate blocking, throttling, and paid prioritization and adds on a ban about uh, paid data cap exemptions. So nice. a little cherry on top there. Yes. Uh, the bill now moves on and must get approval from the state assembly and Governor Jerry Brown. Uh, both branches of the California government dominated or occupied by Democrats. So Interesting. Could, could be uh, hopeful there. The current SEC rules are set to expire on June 11th. Hey, New York, you listening? Yeah. All right. Yeah, listen harder. Microsoft has slipped past Google's parent company, Alphabet, and company value for the first time in three years, uh, I guess helped by uh, all that cloud and artificial intelligence stuff uh, Microsoft? Microsoft has been doing. Yes, they wow. they have leapfrogged over Google. Um, that last Tuesday's market close, Microsoft was valued at more than $753 billion, with a B dollars, just above Alphabet's $739 billion. Uh, Microsoft stock price is up 40% in the past year. But they're not totally quite back all the way to the top yet. Really? Okay. Uh, it uh, now trails Amazon at $782 billion and Apple at $924 billion for the title of most valuable tech company in the world. Wow. Apple's like way out ahead. Yeah, they, they got a bit of a, a head start there. That's uh, right. They'll crank out seven or eight uh, new uh, iPhones and they're good. Yeah, there you they're go. Stay on top. Now, uh, if you like the thrill of sports, concerts, and other big entertainment in a stadium or arena setting, uh, but don't actually want to get off the couch, yeah, um, I, I don't. Yeah, check out the new Oculus Venues virtual live event app for the Oculus Go and Gear VR headsets. Now, this app combines a virtual reality with social media and live events to create an experience that simulates being there at the big uh, baseball park or concert. So, stadium. hold on a second. I can watch the U2 concert in my underpants. Sipping a beer at home. Yeah, you you got a thing strapped on your face, right. so you're watching it in VR, right. and it's got a social media thing, so you can, maybe your friends are there, even if they're not in the same room. Right, right. And you're all watching this uh, communal experience together yes. with the big thing strapped on your head. And, and Bono is flitting around on stage. Yeah, and it's, and it's just like you're there. They, they've got the VR thing where you get the, the big 360 nice. degree of view. Movies, right. concerts, soccer games, baseball, and other sporting activities are in the offerings. They've already got a lineup of events for the Venues app. Um, but a lot of the reviews were drawing uh, complaints from VR enthusiasts who did not want to have to use a Facebook account to log into the event. They were oh, feeling well, a bit you know, there is that. peeved about that. There is that. Uh, but still, uh, in a stadium in your underwear, not, not, a, not, not a bad thing. And, and nobody's and, talking. And, and, 
and, and not getting arrested. Yeah, the, the, even better. Yes. Google's Android system has caught up with and even surpassed Apple's iOS mobile system uh, in some regards with the you software mean, features. Google in fifth place, Google? Yes, Go- yes. Uh, back there, Google. Google. Yes. But if you think about how Android started out and how quickly it caught up yes. and even added some features that Apple had not thought about and then went back to copy, yeah, it, come it's, on. it's made up some time in there. Microsoft air. just stole their lunch, so let's just... Yeah, well, you know, you know Windows Phone, yes, need I say true. more. Yes. But Very in the point. mobile space... yes. Um, Google is trying to take a bite out of the hardware side. Bloomberg reports that the Big G has some new Pixel smartphones uh, in the works for the fall, including one with an edge-to-edge screen. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say they were going to take a bite out of crime, and they were, like, getting into McGruff territory. Yeah, with the, the dog. Good. Yeah, no, yeah, no. They just want to take a bite out of Apple. Leave McGruff alone. Yes. Yeah, so, so this new screen, Google has declined to comment, but rumors have it they're building that notch in that the iPhone uh, yeah, X had yeah, for the antenna yeah, yeah, yeah. as a design feature. Edge-to-edge. Yes. Uh, now, Google and Uber's well published publicized issues with sexist behavior in the workplace last year were uh, just a glimpse into diversity issues within the world of big tech. Tiny, tiny little glimpse. Yes. Uh, Snap, though, recently told the Cheddar Network that it had been trying to revamp its own office culture to make it a more inclusive place after a female engineer's email message uh, last fall roasted the company's top brass about its treatment of uh, women and people of color. Do you have any idea how weird that sentence was to read? Snap told Cheddar. Yes. It sounds like a children's book. Now you're all hungry. You're like snappy crackers and cheddar. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, all, it's all of our, our new tech product news. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, so we'll see if Snap uh, gets its gear uh, together hope. there. Let's hope. Now, uh, this just in. People are getting around the internet and visiting websites without first going through links on Facebook. <gasps> Bare naked Shocking. internet. Bare naked. Yes. A new chartbeat survey has shown that the mobile direct-to-site traffic has surpassed Facebook for the first time. Wow. Referral traffic from Google Search seems to be one major reason for this shift. Maybe this is some Facebook backlash. People aren't going there for their news after what happened. Oh, yeah. Um, In fact, direct uh, traffic to mobile websites is not just surpassing Facebook on the phone. It is surpassing all referral traffic from Facebook across devices. Snap. Oh, snap. People are, you know, breaking free here. yeah. Now, talks about having talks or maybe talking about peace are underway between representatives of the United States and North Korea, but someone forgot to tell the state-sponsored hackers. The U.S. Computer Emergency Readiness Team, U.S. CERT, has issued a technical alert that says that two strains of malware roaming the net are actually info-harvesting tools of the North Korean government. U.S. officials have kept an eye on this type of malicious software since at least 2009 as the malware looks to gather information on systems in the media, area space, financial, and critical infrastructure sectors. Well, you know, we have the uh, the uh, the czar, don't we? Yeah, yeah, the cyber czar. Uh, well, no, I might I think, have been the last administration. Yeah, no, I think they got rid of it. Yeah, never no, mind. I, yeah, no, I, I don't think we had that we anymore. Have no, we have um, no cyber czar. But we do have a link to the CERT report, so nice. people who want to read the full details on this stuff... Now, uh, also in cybercrime news, the 23-year-old Canadian who teamed up with two members of Russia's FSB state security agency to, you know, hack half a billion Yahoo accounts back in 2014. Yes. The Canadian dude has been sentenced. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, Karim Baratov uh, had got five years in prison and was ordered to pay a fine that encompasses all of his remaining assets. Oh. The two Russian defendants remain at large and are probably in Russia or someplace where the U.S. doesn't have an extradition treaty. Probably. And in case you haven't heard the news yet, the FBI warned home network users this past Monday to reboot their home network routers because Russian hackers have targeted the devices with malware called VPN filter. Half a million routers are thought to have been infected since 2016, including models from Linksys, Microtech, Netgear, and TP-Link. 
But they're saying whatever brand you have, just uh, reboot that router and obviously change your admin password and exactly. get all the security up to date yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apply any security patches you may have, so Good on idea. so forth. Good idea. Kaspersky Labs, the Russian cybersecurity firm that's been taking heat for a questionable relationship to the Kremlin, is not getting anywhere with its lawsuit against the U.S. government. Really? Kaspersky filed the suit after its products were banned from federal computer systems, saying the move by the Department of Homeland Security was unconstitutional. Not nice. <laughs> and I- ironic. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Colleen Collar Cotelli, the U.S. district judge for the District of Columbia, upheld the government ban and tossed the lawsuit. So... No, no love for you, Kaspersky, no I guess. No love for Kaspersky. Now, uh, officials in Papua New Guinea have decided that the whole country needs to take a Facebook break and is banning the site for a number of reasons, including privacy and fake news issues. The government there said it will use this month-long ban to analyze how Facebook is being used there and prosecute those breaching the country's 2016 cybercrime law about, you know, false identity porn, all right, the usual right, stuff right. people have cybercrime laws for. It's estimated, though, that only about 10% of people in Papua New Guinea actually have Internet access, though. And one government representative sent the country there may even create its own social network. Really? Yeah, they, that's the do-it-yourself project. That is a, that's a can-do attitude. Yes. And finally, Kleiner Perkins Caulfield and Byers partner Mary Meeker released her annual report on Internet trends at the Code Conference in California this week. Really now? This was uh, laid out in, I guess, about 294 slides. Um, wow, that's a very long, long slide. slideshow. It's a heck of a deck. But uh, yes, it's a it's a very it's more than a hollow deck. It's yes. a mega deck. Um, <laughs> but uh, Miss Meeker noted that among her her bullet points, uh, 2017 was the first year in which smartphone unit shipments didn't grow at all, and internet growth of new users was down compared to last year. Uh, perhaps that's some market saturation there. People aren't perhaps. buying as many phones. Perhaps. Despite Apple's intentions, smartphone prices overall are at least starting to decline, according to Ms. Meeker, and less expensive models are uh, helping less developed markets. Yes. U.S. adults spent 5.9 hours per day on digital media in 2017. Ms. Meeker noted that was up from the 5.6 hours the year before people had been parked in front of uh, an a online connection. Interesting. Some 3.3 of those hours were spent on mobile devices, which is responsible for the overall growth in digital media consumption. Also gaining ground, mobile payment systems, your Apple Pay, your Samsung Pay, your gotcha. Android Pay. Yes, yes. Everyone's enjoying Everyone's the quick digital uh, wallet. Whipping the phone out, paying for your coffee there. Yes, it's, it's become sort of a, a new uh, motor skill. Ubiquitous. Yes, uh, voice-activated uh, and controlled speakers are also making noise. Uh, those have really <laughs> boomed into the marketplace. I see what you did there. Nice. I know. It, it was it was quite an obvious U-turn. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well played. Well yeah, no, it, it uh, didn't even need the traffic signal. There you go. Um, the Amazon Echo, the leader of the pack, saw its installed base in the U.S. grow from 20 million in the third quarter of 2017 to more than 30 million by the fourth quarter. So That's I guess everyone job. got an Alexa for of the course, fourth quarter holiday did. season. Yep. Um, and not all of them are your son, right? No, 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 not all of them. Yes. And thanks to the GDPR uh, and a greater awareness of user data use and misuse, tech companies are facing a privacy paradox uh, where they are walking the fence between using data to provide better consumer experiences and also totally violating that consumer <laughs> yeah, privacy. Exactly. Um, so Miss Meeker had a big story. She had the whole, you know, playing the whole board here. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. Uh, link to the slide deck, uh, and I believe there's a video of her presenting this that we will link to as well. And uh, we'll have links to that and all the other stories in today's news segment at poptechjam.com. Up next, we're going to talk about Twitter and maybe stepping away from it for a little bit. Nice.
as you know, if you've been following any of the pop culture or the tech news, Twitter mm-hmm. was back in the headlines because someone in the celebrity world went on Twitter, had a rant. Major things happened. Executive decisions were made. TV shows were canceled. Tears ensued. Yes, we're talking about Roseanne Barr. Oh, Roseanne. Okay. Yeah. You know, you got you to gotta narrow it down. I know. There's because, been you know, so there's many. There's so many beefs I'm going on on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Oh, please. And so I'm watching all of this unfold because part of it is just a timeline exploding with all these tweets and then alerts from news organizations. And it just made me very tired. Uh, this is not the first time. I mean, this is the first time Roseanne has has seen these consequences. Right. But she, she's been tweeting her opinion for a while. Other people have been tweeting their opinions for a while. Of course. It's, Twitter's a little broadcaster of thought farts, as uh, Ellen Allman, a <laughs> programmer farts. and author, like uh, calls it. Uh, and you it, know what? You, you got the right to do it. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Yeah. It, but it made me very tired. Yes. Like we've had it's Twitter. Draining. Yeah, it's absolutely had, draining. Twitter for what, 12, 11 or 12 years now. Yes, yes. It's had its ups and downs, but it's becoming the sort of place for people just to say whatever. It's like, you know, I don't care anymore. Right. Twitter is very important for some, you know, breaking news things or if you're watching things unfold. We've seen it be used very specifically as an information source, say in sure. the Mumbai uh, hotel shootings, 2008, mm-hmm. uh, many kind of natural disasters and instance people have tweeted. And so you're getting information from the scene based on people who are able to share information on Twitter. It's not horribly bad, and it's also great for Amber Alerts and, and right. Notify and whatnot. I find myself posting just rants. That's all I post yeah, on Twitter. And, I just and rant. the day-to-day just gets very wearying. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe people, you know, take a cleanse. I know people who are doing Facebook cleanses mm-hmm. where they uh, have somebody change your password and, and don't know what it is for a month, and so they can't log in if they wanted to, just right. to kind of get away, step away from all of that Post just constantly flying in your head. And I thought, well, maybe maybe a little Twitter break might not be a bad thing. Yeah. Or uh, if not a full-on cessation of Twitter activities, just pare it down to like Twitter light. Like you're not getting right. into the toxic brew every day. You're just using it purely as an information source if something is going on in the world that maybe is a national concern. I think I need this. I think I need this because I've stepped away from Facebook pretty dramatically. Yeah. And to an extent, Instagram, although that wasn't by choice. It's just because I'm busy. Yeah, it's a time thing. Yeah. So, but so, Twitter, I really have to. I, I got to do something about Twitter. And it pulls you in. You know, it's like the Godfather when you get it pulls you back in just with somebody's argument or whatever. You get tangled in somebody's oh God, some twenty part thread about yeah, whatever. Yeah, just some awfulness. Yeah. So my my thoughts on this were okay. a just prune your list. I mean, I know you went and kicked off fake followers I and, did, yes. and got rid of stuff, but maybe yeah. just even if you want to have it be less of a place of conflict. Prune it down to relatives and people you really care about, mm-hmm. and maybe just legitimate news sources, yeah, like not red, idea. not blue, yeah. either way, anything with red and blue and its, its website name is obviously going to have a partisan Absolutely. attack, but just straight up the middle, like NPR and BBC and well, Reuters. So, and some would argue Time. about NPR, but yeah. you know, when, that's not this, uh, yeah, they, this is not the venue for that. Yeah, they, they, they can be a little bit, but, you know, sort of center or maybe just slightly right or left. Nothing that's really extreme right. that is only there to wind you up. Exactly. So, so just go with some very mainstream news sources just to get alerts of national or international importance. I like that. That makes sense. So pr- prune that down. Prune it, trim it, snip yeah, it away. If you're using a big... Tweet deck apparatus on your desktop because oh, yeah, you have no. five or six columns I, and stuff I going. I can't do that. Maybe you're in sensory overload yeah, anyway. Yeah, I would try job. maybe just shrinking that down to the single window. I know Twitter killed its Mac app for the desktop, but you can find alternatives or just have it open in a browser tab and peek in there occasionally, but maybe don't have the NORAD screen up there with all the Twitter <laughs> columns going. 
And all the Twitter wars and the beefs. Yeah, yeah. And then anytime you get mentioned where you feel like you have to dive in, because I get mentioned on Twitter all the time. I'm not on there all the time, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't get stressed about it. Yep, yep. The, uh, another thing uh, you can do, uh, aside from single column and, and bonafide news sources and friends and family, is uh, maybe take it off your phone. If you're constantly looking at it when you're mobile, just take that app off. If you really need to get in, you can go all through right. the mobile website. See, yeah, right there. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, it's it's a hard addiction. I, I know somebody who took Facebook off her phone and yeah, was very I did. happy. And she I got took Facebook. Like I took megabytes Facebook. of space. Yeah, too. I, not only that, but my battery life was like through yeah. the roof. Yeah. So even though Twitter is meant to be a mobile news service, if you take the app off the phone or you log yourself out every time you use it, so you're forced to log back, like you really have to want to get into Twitter, make yourself work a little bit more for uh, it. I'll have to think about that. That that is a hard Oof. one. Yeah, that's a tough one. But that could sort of stem your use of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then if you want to take, like, the big, like, I'm going, to, you know, off to some kind of social media rehab. Oh, boy. Deactivate your account. Uh, you have 30 days to go back into it. They're not going to kill it for that time. Oof. But if you just want to just gotta chill. kind of take that first step to maybe Move stepping away from it. Oof. Go into your settings. Once you log in, that's easier, actually, to get into the website. I found just going to see the, the settings better. And we'll post links to Twitter's article on how to do this. But you go in, you deactivate the account. It says you've got 30 days. The first time you log in, it reactivates your account. Mm. But maybe if you're on the fence anyway about coming or going, maybe deactivate it. See if you can function without it for a couple of weeks. Uh, and well, you know, do the, I miss these news updates? Yeah. Am I getting fill-in gaps from like CNN and places giving me all the news I would get from yeah. Twitter anyway? See, but the problem is that then I'll have to go on the street corner and start ranting. Instead yeah. of doing it on yeah, online. As and, a rant you know, mechanism, yeah, uh, it does yeah. give you a microphone. It does. It does. And, you know, just yelling at people on the street just doesn't have that satisfaction. Although in New York, you can get away with a lot more. Yeah, but nobody listens to you because it's New York. Because, well, they're busy yelling yeah, on their own exactly. respective corners. Exactly. So. so, you know. So, it will, yeah, I guess as a, a um, venting microphone, it yes. is a, a good thing. And, yes. and if you want to keep using it for that, maybe just use it to write but don't read. Oh, the, the okay. Whole time. Okay. Just, I'm going to complain about this brand of pudding cups that was expired from the grocery store, oh, and here's my street. rant. Yes. Yeah, you know, those darn But don't read, whatever, cups. yeah. Yeah, I like this. This is nice. Yeah, so, so, so maybe do that. Yes. Um, just certain ways to, to, to come back from the brink if you're saving time because you're not on Twitter constantly in some kind of troll smackdown. Maybe you're reading a book. Maybe you're seeing that series that you've been waiting to binge that you haven't like, had time like Stranger for. Things. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I didn't mention it by name, yes, but you know I, what yeah, I was talking I about. You. I hear you. Maybe you go out and taking a walk by the river and enjoying the beautiful panorama of New York City right there. You mean and, like outdoors? Yeah, with the birds in the sky. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, this is I'll, the time of year it. until it gets it. nasty hot. Uh, this yeah. would be the time of year to go sure. outdoors yes. in the New York yes. City uh, area. Yes. But but for those out there who want to take a few steps back, maybe this is just some things to consider. Uh, I'll post some some links that have something to do with it there. So if you want to read a little more, but make your own decision. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. If mm -hmm. you want to go on Twitter and mix it up and it makes you feel good, by all means, keep doing it. If you're feeling a little Twitter fatigue just due to current events or the fact you've been using it for 10 years and maybe you're saying, what else is there? Yeah. A little break could do you some good. It could. It All could. right. All right. I'll think about it. All right. So uh, we will have links to uh, little bits of information on this segment on our show page at poptechjam.com. And it's time for us to uh, say goodbye because someone else wants to use the room here. Yes, so. exactly. Exactly. Uh, we have to thank the bros. Yes. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build it. Yes. And thank you to all our listeners out there. Sorry we missed last week. I, uh 
I promise to take better care of my health, and I'm drinking a lot of ginger uh, and products. And um, we're going to do kind of a weird show for next week because I'm not going to be physically here, but uh, you'll hear us anyway in some yeah, form or you'll another. Hear us. You'll, you'll hear us. Yes, our dulcet tones will, will come through your speakers yes, once again. Indeed. So until then, everyone have a great weekend, and we'll catch you the next time. Ciao. Like beating your head.